Whatever it happened. What happened? They revealed the NX. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Well, not called the NX anymore. No, it's the Switch. The Nintendo Switch. You know when I Googled that, what came up were like RF adapters. Like, oh, that could be confusing for people who are looking for things. Yeah, because I really wanted to pre-order it after seeing the reveal. And it was like, nope, actually what Amazon has and Google shows are RF adapters for the Nintendo 64. What do you think the time frame will be on pre-orders? I don't know. We don't know the price yet. So obviously uh, only the weirdest online stores are going to take pre-orders. But uh, let's take a step back, Weber. Let's go through kind of the reveal, how you felt about it. We just did a game time show, bro, but I cannot go without talking about this. And because you are one of the biggest Nintendo fans I know, I figured you and I might be the best two to talk about it. I'm really excited about this. Um, I didn't get to see the reveal right as it happened uh, because I was at work, but I did see it a few hours later when I got home. Um, And they packed a lot of information into a three and a half minute video. Well, this is a complicated system, right? Like, so we knew that it was uh, this kind of hybrid of a mobile, like a handheld console and a home console, but we didn't know how that was really going to work. Uh, we, we heard rumblings of these detachable controllers and then having this dock that it would go into and all of that shit is so much sleeker than I thought it would be. Yeah. When I first heard that there, there might be a detachable controllers, I thought one, that's probably not going to happen. And two, if it did, it would be super flimsy. What I'm seeing from this reveal looks like it's pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, but they are small. They also, they are small. They are small, but I think if they were any bigger, it would take away from the portability of this unit. Yeah. The well, yeah, because if you look at the Wii U gamepad, everyone's complaint was that it was like so like big around the screen. You know, like it looked more like a toy than like a like an iPad or something. It, it was really big. I I think it was made of that material that only Nintendo can make, like Nintendium. Uh, it's big it's bulky it's virtually indestructible yeah they have to kill blue animals to get it so they went through the reveal and we saw the switch go into the uh the dock we saw the person take it out and go go take his dog on a walk in the park he puts the detachable controllers back on the screen and it becomes a portable device that looks just like a a game pad but much nicer um it looks a lot smaller, I think, than the gamepad, but I'd have to see them side by side yeah. to really see. It the seems size like comparison. it's between the size of like the Vita and the gamepad, which is perfect because you don't want you don't want a uh, handheld that's so bulky that like you can't fit it anywhere on your person. Yeah, it should should ideally be able to fit in your pocket. Yeah, but. You know, we're getting in the weeds. Overall, what did you think, Weber? Like, we, we saw the portability, we saw the home console aspect, and we saw the games. Like, how did you feel I, about all those? I'm really excited about all three of those things. It, it does look like it's super portable. Uh, you can take it anywhere. You can modify how you want to control it on the fly. Um, oh, oh, man, those controllers, right? Like. There's like four different controllers that you can make by like detaching those controllers and then putting them on different pieces of plastic. And then they also had like the new pro controller. Yeah. And it kind of makes me wonder, um, you know, why the other pro controller, you know, couldn't be compatible, but uh, it does look exactly 
you know, like the old pro controller. But my biggest concern with these new controllers is uh, losing uh, one of these pieces. Uh, this is ideally a family-based system. And I mean, small children are going to lose these little wingtip controllers pretty quickly. Yeah, or uh, stick can... them down their throats or up their butts. Well, I, I just imagine, you know, a, a seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, old enough to play, but also old enough to, you know, have a, a meltdown when, when they go to play their favorite game and the right controller is suddenly missing and they can't do anything about it. Um, and then the pro controller, you know, being an add-on, you know, maybe they don't have one or maybe they don't have that other dock for the, the two wingtips. Yeah, I mean, you they have to have this all figured out, right? Like, so I'm not too concerned. Um, I'm not a five-year-old. I'm not losing this shit. Uh, maybe when my daughter starts playing it, which she never will because it's too cool. She doesn't get it. Maybe. Uh, my I know my, my one-year-old has a tendency to hide things. Um, so if she got a hold of it, she might put it yeah. somewhere. Then it might take me several hours to find it. But the other thing I'm worried about these two is is replaceability, um, and that was an issue with the gamepad with the Wii U, um, where it was hard to get a replacement gamepad that wasn't under warranty. Yeah, and well, I, yeah, exactly. Well, you have to go through Nintendo. They didn't sell them because your your console couldn't accept two gamepads anyway. So uh, I think I think what we'll have to see with this is you know is Nintendo going to be selling these parts piecemeal like can you get the two detachable controllers attached to one of those uh like pieces of plastic that turn it into like a more ergonomic controller without the screen in the middle like if they sold those separately then it's really not going to be that big of an issue obviously the screen is would be a harder thing to replace uh but this is all conjecture um going on to your second point I thought the video looked great um, when they had it connected to the home console. I don't, I'm assuming those images were probably, you know, simulated, but it looked like it's going to be full 1080p when it's connected to your home console. And I'm assuming they'll have to do some sort of uh, video dumb down when, when you take it off and it is in mobile mode. So the, uh, the press release did say that it was an HD screen. Like, so that means that it's at least 720p. Like the gamepad uh, for the Wii U wasn't, was like 480p. Um, so 720p is still like a, a, you know, great resolution. So at that size, we're not really going to be able to tell the difference. Hopefully, you know, power wise, it's tough to assume that it's going to be on par with PS4 and Xbox one. Cause it's portable. And if it was, it would be super expensive. So it's gotta be more powerful than the Wii U. So it's probably somewhere between the Wii U and the, uh, the Xbox one. I agree with that, and I know affordability has been one of those things that Nintendo has always kind of tried to focus on, and well, cutting back on power has been a, a, one of the avenues they've used to reduce the price. And yeah, well, the, well Nintendo's that's... always been the, the family console that, that you can afford, and I know the, the Wii U was a little bit on the pricey side, but it was still significantly cheaper than both the, well, the, and the Xbox One. I mean, they had a skew at 300 where when the other consoles were... were uh, more expensive than that. But right now you can get all three consoles for like $300. So the Wii U, um, whereas the Wii was significantly less expensive and that's part of the reason why it did so well. So hopefully this comes closer to the Wii than the Wii U as far as pricing is concerned. Um, but games like 
ultimately this is about games and what did you think about the games that they showed uh i think having uh, launch titles uh in general you know big launch titles is going to be huge for nintendo yeah. here and, and they seem to have come through on that promise um we've got zelda uh, yep. which is the biggest launch title i think they can have absolutely even though it's on the Wii U and like we've known about it for a while, still having this huge Zelda game and now on what is ostensibly both a home console and a handheld console is huge. Yeah. And Zelda is going to be one of those games that you're just going to put a tremendous amount of time in and having that mobile is super helpful, especially where, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Wii U version of Zelda is going to be, uh, not capable of being reduced to the, the gamepad alone so you have to use the big tv and i know in my household um you know boycotting the tv for you know hours on end is is difficult but being able to take this mobile and disconnect and do your own thing on the side um i think it's gonna be super helpful yeah absolutely but i don't know that that alone justifies getting a new console but the other games that they showed to me uh kind of make it a no-brainer for me i don't know how they make you feel but like you know we also saw um skyrim hd uh we saw a new super mario game like a 3d game uh a new super mario game and it looks awesome i mean just the the pictures the the very very short clip they showed made it look amazing i mean i that's a must own yeah absolutely uh is it a so we're not i'm not clear if it's a launch title or not i hope it is um because that's going to that's going to definitely drive uh people to buy this system which is what they really need the 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 3D Mario what what game do you think it looked most like like what old Mario 3D game do you do you think it's most closely related to uh just from the, the short video I, it's hard to tell for me um which game i think it looks closest to it did have kind of a super mario 64 vibe kind of meets you know new super mario world um, yeah, I thought like, as far as where the camera was, the camera seemed to be like directly behind Mario um, and almost like that you were on kind of a more linear path. Uh, it kind of gave me vibes like somehow like this amalgamation of Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy somehow. Like it, if it were a Super Mario Galaxy uh, three, I mean, and it was a launch title. There's no reason why this console wouldn't be a huge success. Yeah, well, it needs it. Um, but what they also did to uh, kind of um, ensure that it is a success is that they it looks like they're porting Splatoon and Mario Kart 8 to it. You got to assume those are launch titles. How are you feeling about well, ports? Splatoon um, and Mario Kart, it's hard to tell whether those are uh, Splatoon 1 and Mario Kart 8 or if it's a Splatoon 2, or if it's a, a Mario Kart 8 rebuild, because there were some things in there that didn't seem to fit in the original games. Uh, new hairstyles in Splatoon, and uh, King Boo in uh, Mario Kart. Yeah, King Boo. Did you also see the uh, item? Did you see that? Yeah, there had... was a, the, an added slot for the items as well that you know wasn't there in Mario Kart 8. So yeah, that was... it's hard to tell. That seems straight out of a double dash. Like the only other one I can remember where you can hold two items at a time like that. Uh, double dash. Uh, what the could have been? The series. What, what? could have been? What was that? Oh, <laughs> uh, I've never been a double dash fan. Well, I've never been a fan of you, Weber. 
Um, yeah. But I, I at least think that it's a, it's a smart idea, and you have to assume that they're going to do it with uh, Smash Brothers as well uh, to bring these games that you know people want to play, but they just aren't going to buy a Wii U because the system's dead. So like all those people that uh, were, able, were like, I really want to play Mario Kart, I really want to play Smash, but I'm not buying a Wii U. Now they can be like, well, I'll play this fancy new console uh, with some cool new games like a new Mario. Like, it's a no-brainer when you have, like, four games you really, really want to play, like, right at launch. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think uh, Smash Brothers absolutely needs to be on this system. Um, they didn't show... Um, they showed, I think, a maximum of two-player multiplayer. I wonder how, when it's docked to the home system, uh, if you can get up to four uh, players going at once or if you can even go eight players, like... Yeah. Uh, the Wii U did for Super Smash. Yeah, well, you so on the dock, you know, that you put the console into, I thought I, I read something about there being, like, four lights on there, and people were assuming that that means, okay, you can attach four controllers. I mean, they showed a ton of instances of people playing with huge groups of people, so it seems like that is a focus. So I'd be shocked if you can't connect, like, four pro controllers to it. I would be too. I see at least two USB ports. Um, you must be able to connect the the pro controllers, at least two of them, if not more. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. It seems like they're really focused on allowing you different ways to play multiplayer. I don't know if I'm ever going to use like one of those two detachable controllers that are like super small, but it's still like a nice option. Like, if you're if you're like traveling with like a buddy or something, if you guys are flying together or something, you can play fucking co-op games like console quality in a fucking airplane. It's pretty crazy. That's amazing. Um, they really seem to have thought this one through. Um, I think they're hoping you know not to make a lot of the mistakes they made yeah. with the Wii U. Well, so th- let's let's talk about some of the mistakes they made with the Wii U. So like. I think branding one Wii U, they fucked up. Like they named it Wii U and people confused it with the Wii. Uh, two, they made it like a system that was just so technically like behind the other systems that like no one wanted to port their games there. And then three, I just, it was, it was a little expensive and they didn't really have good launch titles. Um, and they didn't have good launch titles and it took them, forever to get any quality titles of any kind and there were few and far between of those when they did come well i think if we're being honest here like nintendo saw the wii u was a absolute failure after about like a year and a half and then they probably just devoted their time uh to the switch so now we now we're going to benefit it took forever and we kind of get hosed because we bought the wii u but it looks like we're finally you know it's going to pay off to be a nintendo fan uh, but I think like the biggest complaint against Nintendo in general is just third party support. Um, so it was good to see like in the reveal, they also showed NBA 2K 17. So we saw that, you know, take two and Bethesda are at least somewhat uh, supporting this. But then in the press release that I was looking at, they released a, um, like an image of all the uh, third parties that are at least, you know, the assumption is that they, they're interested in supporting uh, the console. I don't know if you got a look at that list at all. Um, I, I did. And there are some big names on this list. Yeah. Um, 
they've got EA back. They've got Bethesda, as you said, Activision, Sega, um, Ubisoft. Soft. Um, we Square also, Enix. Square Enix is huge. Uh, they so you know if they can bring the JRPG back to this console, like maybe they'll bring some, uh, you know, thirty somethings who grew up on the Super Nintendo back. Um, but like it was kind of like a who's who's list of publishers. Like there really weren't any uh, big publishers left off that list. Like there was no glaring uh, publishers that you'd be like, huh, well, I guess they don't believe in it. So, I mean, obviously that they kind of do this with every console cycle and they're like, oh, yeah, the Wii U is going to get ton of support and uh, Ubisoft and uh and EA to a certain de- degree supported the Wii U like year one, but then they fucking bailed. So it'll be telling in a couple of years to look at where the third su- party support is at. The, the technology is so unique that I can see a lot of third parties being scared off from a lot of Nintendo things just because it is so difficult to work on these really unique platforms yeah. and make games that you can port can potentially port to other systems. Um, and you have to just change them so much to get them from one system to another where, you know, is it really worth it if the, the Wii U didn't sell so well? Is it really worth it to make games for that if you have to go through all these hoops on top of, like, knowing that you're not going to sell that many titles? Yeah, so, but we don't know. The cool thing about the Switch is right now we don't know if they are going to be all those hoops for developers to uh, to jump through. Like, Nintendo seems very dedicated to getting third parties back, like, on in the you know back on their systems uh the even though the switch has like all is kind of gimmicky right with how you can control it with like four different types of controllers you can take it on the go you can put it in the dock what it doesn't have is a gimmick that like affects gameplay in any in any way right there's no game there's no game that can only be on the nintendo switch and there's no game that can't be on the nintendo switch because of uh, like gimmicks that are on the system. Of course, we don't know the power, so there might be like the highest of high end titles that can't, you know, even run on this thing. But it's still kind of too soon to tell. And that's a big question for me, um, especially considering the the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Um, if that is a game that's going to convince people to buy a brand new system. Is that a game that's so powerful right out of the gate that it's going to show the limitations of the processing of the system well, from I mean, day one? I don't is that know. as high as it can go? I mean, that game is on the Wii U, though, right? So we have to assume, you know, it's dangerous to assume, but we have to assume that this is more powerful than the Wii U, right? So, um, you know, but the one thing that's good is that Nintendo knows their system, so they know how to optimize it. So, like... You see on the Wii U where Mario Kart 8 looked incredible, third-party games look kind of like crap. So uh, we'll see. Again, all conjecture. Um, but I I don't know, man. I just I lost so much faith in Nintendo like during the Wii U generation, and now I think I they've kind of gained it all back from me. And I don't know how you're feeling. I'm feeling very positive about this. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to say that I'll have this system, you know, in the first six months of it existing or even in the first year. Um, I've already pre-ordered that really the only game I'm absolutely looking forward to is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I've pre-ordered that on the Wii U. I know I'm going to play it on the Wii U. 
um, I'll, I'll let this system either flourish or, or falter before I go ahead and, and buy one. Even and, if... And I, and I feel like I might not be the only person who's sitting on that fence. So, so maybe Nintendo has to earn a lot of trust, which for me uh, makes their their early spring release make a lot more sense. Um, it'll come out, it'll have a chance to kind of either falter or, or succeed, uh, and then it can kind of get a, a republish um, for new consoles to be made and sold you know, for that year's holiday season instead of coming out during the holiday season and either you know having trouble and or having a bad marketing and, and just flopping. I yeah, think but you don't the like makes sense. It does, and you're right. Like, you know, it's kind of wide open for them um, after the crowded holiday season. Although there are a lot of good games coming out for other consoles in March, um, but I just have a hard time believing it, Weber. Like, if if a fucking new Mario game and Zelda come out on this, and a better Mario Kart. And, you know, Smash is coming to it, which we don't know. Like, you're, you're going to have this in the first year. Don't pretend I, like you have that kind of willpower. I, you know, I, I do struggle from the same lack of willpower you do. But <laughs> yep. I, I definitely can guarantee I won't have it in the first six months. All right. um, if, if, if after that, you know, holiday season comes and goes um, and it's a success, it's, you know, it's selling well supports coming from all over the place and games are coming out left and right uh, i might be tempted to go out and get one as like trailers go to like hype people up for a console like this was really well done uh we've seen consoles flop in the past like with terrible messaging it seems like nintendo nailed this you know there are some legitimate concerns but right now i'm just fucking hyped I'm just as excited as you are, and I'm glad that Nintendo seems dedicated to advertising this hard and early. Uh, I want to see this console advertised everywhere for the next couple of months until it comes out. Yeah, I'm like Sunday night football and shit. Yeah, big advertisements made people know this is a brand new thing. It's not the Wii U. It's it's something that they're dedicated to and that they're going to... Yeah, everyone talks about how much money, money they have in the bank, so let's start spending it on marketing. But all right, Weber, uh, thanks for talking to me about the, uh, the Nintendo Switch. All right. Thanks for having me.